got a story for you. Another one. This is the story of the redwoods. You know, here where occasional wildfires have been part of the cycle of life for millions of years, plants, of course, have all sorts of interesting adaptations. They have evolved together with, with the land and its way of having fires. Some actually need fires for the seeds to germinate. You probably know that, that lodgepole pines, for example, have so much resin clogging up their cones that the seeds can't even get loose until the resin is melted. And when a fire comes through, then the lodgepole pines are ready to germinate. Coast redwoods, like the ones that are part of the natural environment of our front garden here at UUCPA, are also very well adapted to fire. I know at least four ways. They have soft, spongy bark that is much more resistant to fire than a lot of uh, trees bark, so that even if the bark is charred, the inner life of the tree usually stays strong. And when you go into an old growth forest, you can see trees that are thriving, even though you can see they've been charred by an earlier fire. Uh, redwoods can be hollowed right out by repeated fires at their base, and they can still be strong and healthy. Maybe you've even stood inside the hollows of trees like that. Their seeds germinate best in soil that has a lot of the minerals that are left behind when a fire has swept through and left ash. And the way that redwoods grow new trees best is by sprouting saplings from the base of a big tree. And that is something that they can do even if the parent tree has been killed by fire. And so sometimes you'll find what's called a fairy ring, where there's this perfect circle of, uh, of redwood trees and nothing in the middle. That's because long ago there was a big parent tree there. All of which is to say that redwoods are made to live in a fire zone. This is an excellent co-adaptation because, of course, when a fire comes their way, Redwood trees cannot do what we humans are urged to do and run. Now, every creature has ways to deal with bad things that come into their lives, like run. For us, well, sometimes we can dodge out of their way, but of course, there are times when we can't. And life is such a mix. We experience things that are wonderful, and things that are just okay. And then mixed in with those are the bruises and bumps and once in a while, a real disaster, like when the fire comes through the redwood forest. And like the redwoods, we are made for that. We are made in such a way that we can recover from bad things. We have friends who are kind so that the hard times are cushioned and we can slowly adapt. We have our creative minds so that we can take refuge in discovery and exploration, and we can respond to the challenges that hard times bring. We have soft animals who curl up in our laps when we just need something warm to give us comfort while we recover. We have lots and lots of ways of getting through bad times. And although it doesn't feel like it when a bad time is here, one of the other things that sometimes gives us part of what we need to grow and thrive after a bad time is that hard thing itself. 
Now, as Kat told us, the chalice symbol was drawn for the Unitarian Service Committee, now the Unitarian Universalist Service Committee, known for short as the UUSC. The UUSC was formed specifically to respond to the terrible, terrible things that were happening in Europe at the time. The oppression of many people, including Jews who were expelled or worse, Romani people, people with disabilities, LGBT people, a political activists, so many. The Nazis and the Holocaust that they created swept over Europe and the whole world like a fire. And what the Unitarians created to resist was the USC. And now we have this wonderful organization that has helped so many people. Now, I am not saying that having the UUSC makes up for the terrible things that happened. If I had a time machine and I could go back so that the Nazi regime and the Holocaust never happened, I would do it in a heartbeat, even knowing it would also mean that the UUSC might never come into existence. I'm willing to bet that everybody that we know, all the supporters of the UUSC, would do the same. But these terrible things did happen. They did exist. The disaster did come. And since the people of the time didn't have a time machine, going back and erasing it was not an option. But people like Hans Deutsch, who drew the, drew the chalice symbol, and so many others like Martha and Waitzel Sharp, who were a social worker and a Unitarian minister who risked their lives to rescue people from the Holocaust, and all the other brave folks who created the Unitarian Service Committee, did the very next best thing. They helped people escape, they helped people recover. And by making this network, this community of help and service, this justice planting organization, they made a better world in hundreds of places for hundreds of thousands of people. And we have all continued to do that with UUSC's help in the more than 75 years since then. Those people who were there at the beginning of the USC, who went to Europe, the heart of the fire, at a terrible, terrible time, they stared into that terrifying fire, fire at its scariest, its most dangerous. They stared into all the suffering of that time, and although they were very afraid and very sad, they refused to just lie down and give up. Their hearts breaking open were like seeds when they are finally ready to grow. And what they did in the soil of Europe was like the redwood seeds nestling into that ash-strewn ground that's made rich for them to grow, partly by the fire itself. They grew strong and beautiful and inspiring like these trees, like a redwood forest. And they grew to be a shelter for everyone, including us. Now, very soon, in the mail, you will get a packet of information from UUCPA, 
all these UU things. UUCPA, this congregation, with a beautiful brochure designed by Grace Bashara. And what trees do you think will be pictured there? The, the redwood trees. It is a symbol of our 75th anniversary capital campaign. It's a symbol of our congregation. We grow strong from the things that we learn together and the ways we celebrate together like we do every Sunday. We grow beautiful and inspiring from the ways that we serve the community and make justice and peace. And when sorrow and loss come to any one of us, we grow from those too because we are made to do that.